Yeah. And we're live, and it's NFL Draft Day. And you know all these big fancy sets you guys are going to see tonight? You know, with all this, like, the glass yeah. and steel and the mega logos coming in from the sky. And yeah. Roger's out there waiting to hug you. Yeah, yeah. No, you know? guess what? Guess what? You get us about 30 to 40 minutes, maybe longer, depending. Okay, either way, we are a shortcut for you to wind down to the draft. Or is it wind up for DK? I don't know which one are we saying right now. Is it wind down or wind up for the draft? I don't know. I'm sitting here waiting for the bell. You waiting for the bell? Yeah, you're I know trying to secret. confuse me here. I'm, I'm a simple person. You're I just a want a bell. Person. By the way, by, we're calling the emojis. Is that cool with you? Remojis. Remojis. Let's ring this bell, DK, and it's officially draft time for the 2023 season. Let's rock. Yeah. Oh, you take a sip. I'm looking around, DK. It is finally go time, dog. Like, legitimately, there is no more excuses. All your hopes and dreams are here. Uh, all the hype. We'll see what team uh, wins the uh, the offseason when it comes down to it. I'm excited for this one. And I'll be honest with y'all. I'm not the biggest draft guy when it comes down to what it means, how it goes, and all that type of stuff. But I'm excited for this year. I think the more and more I remove myself from the NFL, the more I enjoy the theatrics of what the NFL offseason is. Well, what I'm thinking about more than anything, to be honest with you, is that the variables that are in play are through the roof. Like, we can sit here and say, oh, who do we think they're going to get at 17? Uh -uh. (laughs) Uh-uh. Uh-uh. The question here is, are they going to sit at 17? You know, uh, are, are they going to just wait on it? You know, the, the, I mean, that's, that's, that's the big difference. That's the biggest question of them all right there is what will the Steelers actually do? Uh, will it be a situation in which they just settle? Like the way I've known us to operate is what? We, we sit where we are. There's no need to ruffle the feathers. There's no need to get outside of yourself to become competitive. You just are the Pittsburgh Steelers, and you walk into this thing, and you accept all things because you're always at an upper echelon style when the way the NFL operates. This draft, I don't know. I have absolutely no idea. We've heard the rumors. We've seen all the, the mock boards. Well, guess what? We'll get an opportunity to see if they were lying to us and how bad off were the mock drafts to begin with, DK. I don't think it's a matter of lying. It's just nobody knows. There are people who, there are people who pretend that they know. Okay, That, that you could argue is lying, I guess. But, but this is my thing, though. They sell it, DK, as if they're 100% correct. That's my biggest hiccup when it comes down to um, how how they deliver information to us. Every guy that we trust, okay, on the big network, TV networks, right, um, they they tell these stories about the leaks and how the, this team is positioning here. This team is supposed to move up to three. Pittsburgh would move up to nine if this player is available. Like, there is a lot of, of just craziness that goes on, and we believe these people. Every... What do I want to call this? Respected news outlet, DK, has mm-hmm. about 15 different mocks. I saw guys this morning uh, releasing their mocks the day of, 
You know what I'm saying? And I'm thinking to myself, well, if you're a dude that I really respect in this journalism world, in this NFL reporting business, well, guess what? Like, I kind of believe what you're saying a little bit, and that's what's most confusing about it. And this is us, too. We don't even call them out when they're, they've lied to us that bad. Like, Kuiper still has a job for double-decade years, right? 20-plus years on ESPN, and it's weird that he's been wrong probably 90% of the time when it comes down to his draft analysis. Yeah, I mean, oh, it's way more than that. I mean, nobody gets <laughs> I, You know, I suppose there's also different ways of – evaluating the evaluators as opposed to how yeah. many picks did you actually line up with the right slot, with the right team, with the right player. That's that's unbelievably hard. And as I was saying, I think on yesterday's show, if yeah. let's say, for example, you have guys going four, five, and six, okay? Yeah. And one team trades up and throws it off, and those guys end up going five, six, and seven. I'm sorry, but you did your job. Okay, yeah, I mean, he, I'm, he a well. I'm, I'm a little less. I'm a little less forgiving on that one. I'll be honest with you, be, because you get these, you you get these uh, experts that tell you what what you're supposed to be doing in the draft, right? And truthfully, a lot of this is the storytelling of what they think about guys or how connected they are to those guys' agents or uh, somebody, not the GM, not the head coach, not the position coach inside of the building is leaking information that's so far from the truth that it can hurt guys. You know what I'm saying? Like, how many lies have we heard? Jalen Carter, okay, C.J. Stroud as of late. Uh, you name a player, they've lied about him. Anthony Richardson is a guy that has a lot of question marks, but somehow teams love him, and he's still a top draft pick when it comes down to it. It's a lot of that. I mean, Jordan Addison is another one of those guys. Like, why isn't he been championed as one of the best? I mean, I know he is, but – it's so much back and forth and tug of war. I'm a little less forgiving. That's all I'm saying when it comes down to this mock draft lifestyle. Okay. Well, that said, let's be less forgiving on ourselves here. And, you know, last second here, Moan, this is it. You know, what's your, what's your gut say? What's your last gut say? Second, I, I feel like I said it yesterday. I know uh, you did. It's a new day. It's you know a new day. I'm, I'm not changing. I'm not changing. If Christian Gonzalez slides, I would hope Pittsburgh moves up to go get a guy like him. And this is my only point. To have somebody that you know is that talented on the outside, I'd much rather get a high, I hate to even say sure fire pick because nobody really is, but I'd love to go get a guy like him that I know I can have for a decade plus barring injury, barring anything like that. Even though I know we need a D lineman, give me Christian Gonzalez. If he drops to nine, man, corners make me nervous. I'm sorry. I know they do. They always do. And they should, they should. There's no such thing as looking at a corner and saying, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's good because he could be wrecked. He could be wrecked by a game. He could be wrecked by a single play. Yeah. And then there's not another position like that in football. With all due respect to to your career, Moan, yeah. you could give up a sack and you could just go right back into the huddle, and even if it was a That's devastating team. <laughs> but true. corner? Are you kidding me? That, I'm old enough to remember. I'm going to throw this one out at, at, at people who've been following the Steelers for years. But Tim McHire, the image of Tim McHire, poor Tim McHire. Who? In the end, exactly. This was at Three River Stadium. Uh, just. 
just so devastated by giving up a, a, a playoff losing uh, completion okay. that he, he was just he just became decimated in the end zone. They couldn't get him out of there. Oh wow! Okay, and he wasn't the same after that. And oh. this is these are corners, man. It's just it's just different. I'm not. I understand the value of it. I understand that if you go and you get a Christian Gonzalez, or even if you wait for a Joey Porter Jr., you've got a better chance of having a good corner than not. But okay. Still. So, so riddle me this, then, DK. Your philosophy when it comes down to corners. Wait, wait, no, is, don't draft them. I don't even want to draft them. <laughs> okay, okay. So, I'm just I, no disrespect when I say this to I, about Ike Taylor. So, you're more willing to have a fourth round guy like Ike Taylor become something because your front end of the defense is going to cover up for a guy like him. That's it. Make his job easier. Make his job easier. Go after the guys who are the most solid, most dependable. I'm not talking about their position. I'm talking about their positions now, not the okay. people. Okay. Right. And then what you do with corners, you know what you do with corners? What you do with corners? You wait, watch them grow up, and then you sign somebody else's. <laughs> yes. Okay. So this is very interesting. We're going to field questions because Hey Moan is coming up next. Okay. This is very true right there. I can put this one up, DK, because it doesn't have. DK, don't live in your fears, okay? <laughs> That's where I'm at, okay? I'm with you still, City 74. Let me say this, though, DK. Well, mm-hmm. let's let's discuss this a little bit before we go to all of Hey Moan after the break is this. And I want y'all opinions, too, in the comments. What position that you're drafting high? Let's go first-round pick. And y'all's opinion and mine is the most fragile. I mean, boom or bust. I'd I love to know that. We'll talk about this after the break. I want to know how y'all feel about this too. Coming up next is the only segment that matters. That's all of Hey Moan. At DK Pittsburgh Sports, we take pride in coverage that connects our city's fans to their favorite teams. Now, that connection's stronger than ever. Introducing our all-new state-of-the-art app. Find expert inside reporting and original podcasts. Check live box scores. Track the latest stats. Chat it up with our community of thousands of fans, all in one place. The new app from DK Pittsburgh Sports. Coverage that connects. A little thrown off here. That's why I did the intro. <laughs> and oh, went the ad. Everything's a little different uh, today. We're doing some stuff a little bit differently. I want to explain why before I share with you some information about the Get-Go Cafe and Market. Uh, as we've been talking, Dolly, uh, Ramon, and I over the last... 48 hours really about a way to get people even more involved and more immersed in this program. So we've come up with, she's come up with these customized yeah. Ramon Foster emojis. Moan, which one do you like? Do you like Matt, I'm going to be honest uh, with you. I'm about to put it up there. I got my other laptop. I like the Hey Moan. I never knew I can get an emoji out here. Shout out to Dolly. Y'all see that pop up right there? That's pretty cool. And also the Browns helmet is a thumbs down. That's yeah. what that is. If yeah. y'all didn't know, the thumbs down is a Browns having it's like It's like the poop emoji. <laughs> I mean, that's the Cleveland Browns. They better off going I to the elf. The brown, you know, <laughs> elf. Either way. Either I look way. at the elf and I see poop emoji, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah. Uh, but that's what we're doing with these things. And the way to get, to way to get access to those is to become a member. Uh, you'll find that on your desktop. You'll find it rather easily. Join. Uh, it's a little bit of a trial, meaning it's not super easy to find it on your phone. So I recommend doing it uh, on the uh, 
you know, on your, on your laptop or desktop, it's, it's much, much easier. Uh, and you'll also get other perks being a member of the Ramon Foster show. So anyway, so what that, you know, this is, this is the way we're going to do this. We're going to read your yeah. questions. We're going to keep doing everything. It's going to be a lot more YouTube centric. I think this program yeah. in general, because that's where everybody is. It's like 98% of our, of our viewership. Yeah, it is. And we'll appreciate y'all too. Again, uh, DK, can I, can we get, Oh no, no, no. You, you, you got to tell them about three. I have business to tend yeah. to. You got to tell them about three real quick before we dive in even yeah, more. The emoji term. Yeah, the I like that. Fact of the term. The fact of the matter is, man, I am so out of it. The fact of the matter is that the get go cafe and market quality is at the core of every menu item. Three expert chefs fine tune every detail so that every sub burger, salad, wrap, drink, and app is crafted for what they cleverly call crave ability. Order your favorite entry at the Get-Go Cafe and Market today, as in today, before your draft party tonight. This series, I'm, I'm not just blowing smoke here yeah. because they're a sponsor. That is a perfect place to go tonight yeah. before your draft party to get your goods, and you'll impress the heck out of everybody. Oh, no doubt about it. You better believe it. Mac and cheese bites. Mac and cheese bites? Mac and oh, wow. First time I ever had those was in Pittsburgh. Never even heard of them, man. Crazy. Mac and that cheese is, bites are real. That's a real addiction right there. I can get real bad for you. <laughs> uh, but DK, I, I asked the question, man. Who? What's the most fragile position of them all? I've been saying quarterback a lot. And, and you know what? That's y'all opinion. And you're right in that opinion. The only reason I won't say quarterback, and y'all push back if you let me know, is the quarterback is always going to get opportunity. Daniel Jones, okay? Baker Mayfield is going to get continue to start even though he's trash uh, for their franchise. Uh, Zach Wilson was going to until Aaron Rodgers came into the fold, right? Like that position always gets a second chance with that team over and over again. And a third and a fourth. And a third and a fourth and, and, and. So, yes, it is very fragile. Uh, but the position to me that that is the most fragile it may be left tackle because you can't go do anything else. Wait, how are you defining fragile here? I'm kind of confused. Meaning if they have a bad game or if they have like a bad season, okay, bad so rookie year. You don't mean injury prone. No, okay. no, no, no. Oh, not injury okay. prone. No, right. not injury prone. I'm speaking of just like franchise-based stuff. Okay, hey, I, I he, get it. He's a top three pick. He's a top 10 pick. We want him. And then he busts out. And you're like, what in the world happened? Or like, the physicality of left tackle, just offensive line in general, but the left tackle is the one they hold up here. If a guy gets dogged out and you can't figure out how you're getting dogged out and you've been the man all your high school career, all your college career, and the NFL breaks you in half because guys are just that good and you don't know how to bounce back off of it, you can't necessarily – it's not easy for those guys to move over to the right side because they're so ingrained on being left tackle. You can't you go inside usually. Like, that's the reason I say – I would choose left tackle as the most fragile position because you it can hurt the it can hurt the quarterback. It's supposed to be the anchor of the old line and it's not. And then you wash out if they say, well, he wasn't fast enough, wasn't quick enough, couldn't hold up, wasn't strong enough. Like you can be out of the league within the snap of a finger. Yeah, and then what happens to your pick? Yeah, and then your pick's gone. And then you're searching for another one. Or better yet, that guy get beat out by a lower round guy. Oh, they crumble under those circumstances, DK. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. L let's go to some to some hey moans today. Uh, 
first of all, Thomas says, uh, hey, Moan, happy draft day. We should petition, the Steelers should petition for pick 32 to be part of round one so they can get another 50-year option. Yeah. Uh, Matthew says, uh, here we go. Forget about the draft. Focus on the important things. One great show, too. I didn't know this is where you were headed. He's just, he's just giving us a bunch of pats on the back. It's, it's appreciated, though. Uh, let me go to that 32 real quick. Yeah. That pick is unique. Because of that fifth-year option, potentially, that teams are going to want to fight for. And there is an agent, if Pittsburgh keep it, that's going to be like, no. That's slated as a second-round pick off of technicality. And that means their guy can go get paid sooner than opposed to a fifth-year option for that guy. That pick's going to be negotiated if I'm an agent in the same slot as a first-rounder, even though it's labeled as a second-rounder this year. I thought that was a really good question right there, man, mm-hmm. The bit on the business side of what's going to happen tonight. Yeah, S400 says, Hey, Moan, if we can't get Jalen Carter, do you think we could grab both <laughs> Brian Brzee and Kalijah Cansey or Cansey and Mazzie Smith? Uh, maybe we could use them in different defenses. This isn't going to happen. I, I yeah. love this, DK. You know and why? Also, they're out on Cansey. I can't say this often enough. Please stop bringing up Cansey unless you're a Pitt fan, in which case it can at least be explained. No. He's not He's not a fit. Th- this one to me is an ACC fan, and I love it. Okay. And I know they probably hate my SEC style that I always lean to. A little. I'm a little SEC biased. I will say that. Uh, but Breezy, to me, is solid. I was, ta- <laughs> I was talking to somebody earlier, and I did go back and look at Lucas Van Ness, too. Breezy and Lucas Van Ness, to me, both could fit into a Pittsburgh Steelers uh, scheme. I'll say this about Breezy, the D-tackle from Clemson. I said this yesterday or the day before. Um, the injuries kind of bothered me a little bit. He's had a few of those kind of drop in and kind of throw his his playing time and his practice time and his own field time uh, around a little bit. So I'm, 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 I'm kind of weary of a guy like him. Yeah, I, I can definitely understand that. Uh, getting word here that uh, Lamar Jackson and the Ravens are either close to a deal or close. Have, have agreed to terms. There's no suspense here. Well, DK, gonna, we, we talked about this. Stop this already. Didn't we say this early yeah. this week or late last week? <clears throat> Lamar's in a situation where when this draft comes around, he has no option. No. After the draft, who's paying money? Who's paying money after the draft? Who's paying money? You mean after four guys go in the top five? After four quarterbacks go in the top five, they're all going to go, oh, man, if only we had Lamar now. They're not going to do that. No. I mean, and then they got to think about their their offense that they're supposed to be planning for. This Lamar thing, the longer it went on into April, the worse it got for him. Now I'm hoping Baltimore pays him accordingly and Lamar doesn't feel like he is uh, caving in or whatever the case may be because he is former league MVP. But I'll say this about Lamar. The closer we got to what time the draft kickoff tonight, seven o'clock tonight. Well, seven for you, eight for us. Seven central. The lower Lamar's price went because business says you can't negotiate draft picks for a guy like him after the draft. That means he'd have to sign play under this franchise tender again, and hit the market again. So our, it had to get done today. Our friend LB Quirky says, Hey, Moan, what team early in the draft do you see as a wild card throwing a wrench into the draft that vastly alters a lot of teams' draft boards? Uh, the team I cover here in Nashville. Oh. Yeah, the Titans. Uh, and that's simply because their division has two, three teams 
that could potentially be looking for their franchise guy. C.J. Stroud has become very appealing to a lot of teams, meaning if he sits there, then you have the Colts take him. Uh, and, and if that's the case, then the only way the Titans can get their franchise guy down the line is for them to jump the Colts at, at four to get to three to get C.J. Stroud. Yeah. And yeah, that, it that's, changes that's everything. Where, that's where everybody starts getting a little bit uh, misaligned when it comes to the quarterbacks, and that's always the biggest impact. Uh, just because the Steelers aren't quarterback shopping, to quote Mike Tomlin earlier in the week, uh, that doesn't mean that the quarterbacks aren't still the biggest deal. Yeah, yeah. In, in this round, they always, always are, and they probably well, actually, last year they weren't really so much, huh? No, not so much last year. I, I, I'll be honest, I was a little shocked when they picked Kenny Pickett. I don't think I'm the only one that will say that, DK. I this don't. Is, this is a good one from Donald Farabaugh. He says, hey, Moan, how much influence do current players have on draft prospects? Uh, does a background of shared football experience on the same team bring any weight to the suggestions? Uh, Yeah, we have Vince Williams on here. If y'all hadn't seen that interview I did with Vince Williams, he said Ike Taylor went specifically to Kevin Colbert and told Kev, hey, I don't care what he runs, what he looks like, what his film is. This dude is a stiller. Pick him. Uh, I was asked about other players, Chris Scott, that was drafted by us. They asked me about Darnell Wright to say that they're outsourcing us. No, nah, not necessarily. Uh, but I'll say this. If you look at your team, you're a stiller fan. There is a mold that they fit. They're going after like guys. A Lucas Van Ness, a, a Breezy type of guy could be a Kiesel to me. If you said, okay, they drafted one of those. Oh, yeah, okay, I get that. Uh, that's just, I'm just throwing names out there is what I'm saying. Casey, I know everybody's been high on him from the D tackle from Michigan state. I could see a scenario of that happen, but I'd have to get him in the third or fourth round type of situation. You talking about Maisie. Maisie, Maisie. Yeah. Not Maisie, not Casey. Yeah. Don't say yeah. him. Now yeah. Casey's already in the fold. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For sure. For sure. <laughs> Got a Casey still looking for a Maisie here. Still looking for a Maisie baby. Uh, Hillbilly Jim wants to say, Hey, Moan. Uh, and Vols, the Steelers might want to pick up this draft. Oh, any, any, he meant any. to say. Any volunteers the Steelers might want to pick up in this draft? Uh, yes. Um, Darnell Wright name keeps ringing out. Okay. Sure. It should. It does. The left tackle from the Vols. Uh, also, uh, I, I could see a scenario on Byron Young, the outside rusher from us, who has a tremendous story. Uh, if he's not in Pittsburgh, he's an AFC North rotational outside edge rusher. That's mm -hmm. the way I see him. He's an AFC North type of guy. I'm going to let you guys know how this membership thing works here. It's pretty cool. If you uh, join, literally, the membership, uh, you get access to all these new emojis that we have. It's a Ramon emoji or a Ramoji. Uh, there's another one that just says, Hey, Moan, with the megaphone style. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a there's the equivalent of the poop emoji, which is the Browns helmet. <laughs> and then there's, uh, what's the other one? Uh, the other one is the uh, you. Is you. Oh, I did That's this. You. I did this yesterday, too. Where I forgot on, the last emoji, and it was it was one of me. It's, it's the one I would least want. So, <laughs> And how this works is you can utilize those. You also get perks to membership. The current perk that's available to you is half off. Mm -hmm. uh, a full year of DK Pittsburgh sports. That means our app, not the YouTube channel, but all of our coverage, everything, including Ramon's work 
uh, that he does for us on there. I got to so. do it. You ready? Go ahead. It's official. A Lamar Jackson and uh, Baltimore Ravens agreed to a $255 million deal. He beat Hurts? Uh, that's the way it looks right now. He beat Hurts by $4 million? Yeah. That's what, wasn't Hurts, wasn't Hurts <laughs> 251. 251 two, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the formalities of it all has to come out, but – as it stands right now, uh, they've made a whole lot of progress, and Lamar has agreed to a $255 million deal. I like how you did the political call there. That was pretty cool. Like, What's that? We have a call to make from the great state of New Hampshire. <laughs> <laughs> now, all of the numbers and guaranteed money's got to hash itself out. But as it stands, Lamar is $255 million right now, man. Congratulations to him. And, yes, we do have to continue to see this guy. And you know what else? What's... Want to talk about how much all that impacts the Steelers? Yeah. It, it's None. A, it's, it's a, we have an egg emoji here for you, uh, for you members. So there's it, – it's not none, Okay. But you saw that they were actually still a pretty decent team with Tyler Huntley and whatever. Yeah. And I'm not saying Huntley equals Lamar. I'm not being an idiot here, okay? But I just think Baltimore's shock and awe approach to offense yeah, that worked so brilliantly at his MVP time, Yep. everyone's just said, okay, all right, well, we'll adjust to that. We saw what Pittsburgh did. Yeah, yeah, you know? they did. We'll and and that's- We'll contain him. The question I have now for Baltimore and Lamar is this. What changes for you? Heavy is the head who wears the crown. I'm not ever going to question his work ethic or his ability to play, but th- their ability to win uh, in this fashion now moving forward. Will you continue to be on the ground? Because now you're valuable by staying on the field. Lamar, your injuries come when you do run. Will they govern that a little bit? How will teams also attack him still? To your point a second ago, Pittsburgh was one of the first teams to really figure out how to box Lamar in. But (laughs) this also says to me, what though, DK, the fact that he's still in the North and that he was going to be in the North regardless. But what weapons are you going to go get to to chase down Lamar or rattle Lamar? You know who hates this contract more than anybody? Who? All the agents. (laughs) Why? Think about it. Who represented Lamar? Oh, himself. Oh, himself. Oh, Guess who keeps himself. To, gets to keep all the money? Himself. Guess who still got more money than Jalen Hurts? Lamar himself. Jackson. Who needs an agent? Oh, right? man. Oh, Just man. throwing that out there. We were oh, man. all rolling Lamar under the bus for representing himself and look at That's the mess true. he's got himself into and how is he going to get out of this? If he had an agent, none of this would have happened. And, oh, my, Lamar gets yeah. 255. Now, I'm sure we haven't gone through all the, you know. The numbers of what it yeah, means. Once you see what's guaranteed, what's in a bonus, what's for show, meaning they can say 255, but that presumes that he's still their quarterback when he's age 47 or something. You know, it, it, it gets kind of gimmicky. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I see a question that's very unique to this. It's uh, from my guy Philip Brandel on Facebook. He says, hey, Mo, where does it stop? A billion dollars? Phil, all I tell you is this. The market pays what the market suggests. You got Apple. You got YouTube, which we're currently on. Facebook is involved, which you're currently on. 
paying hundreds of millions of dollars a year to play to, to owners to operate to the NFL for exclusive rights, right? Oh yeah. So the the real question is now is 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 the idea that what about the owners that's getting rich? That's the one pushback I'll always have. <laughs> yeah, the, the the thing with quarterbacks though is what's what's different about that situation is that the quarterbacks making that much money doesn't take a penny. It doesn't take an extra penny out of an owner's pocket. No. They're they're still paying under the same cap. The only people that lose money in the process are the other 52 players on the roster. Yeah. Okay. That that's just the truth. Yep. Okay. Yep. And you'll you'll see that's why you're seeing safeties, for example, do this. Yep. Down the pay scale. That's why you're seeing running backs do the same thing. It's it's a different world, and a lot of that has to do. Look, if quarterbacks were getting maxed, which is something that I think is going to come up sooner yeah. rather than later, if you were capping quarterbacks, then guess what? There's going to be more money for everybody else. It's not guesswork. It would happen. But but I think that's a fair question though too from Philip. Like, do you, how can you cap a quarterback, DK? Uh, I, I'll tell you how. Because in the in, in both the NHL and the NBA cap systems, in both of those, you have an individual max. Okay. Now you don't discriminate and say it's just the quarterback. Okay. What you say is there's there's the highest you can pay any single player within your payroll cap is this much. Okay. All right. So by doing that and presuming that that's always almost always going to be your quarterback, unless you're the Atlanta Falcons and you don't have a quarterback, then you got to like you got to find somebody else on the roster or you just don't go up to the max with anybody figuring we're going to get a quarterback soon. But one way or another, it's almost always going to be your quarterback. But that's what you do. It's an individual max. NHL has it. NBA has it. They do. Only only other sport that kind of compares to this when it comes down to more than five players being on the court is 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 soccer, football. Like the way those guys kind of get paid is very unique also. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Some of it is always alleged as being under the table, the way they operate a little bit. But those dudes are getting paid $75 million a year, if not more. That's the only other sport I can really correlate it to. <laughs> I like this one here. Eric Cole says, hey, Moan. Tell me we ha- tell me we have number thirty two when I attend Friday. Do you think they're gonna? He- that means that sounds like Eric's going to the actual draft. Uh, <sighs> you think they're gonna have thirty two? I- I'd say sixty forty. They will have it. I- that's what I would give you, Eric. I- I'd say sixty forty. We're not in agreement on this one, Eric. That's- where you where you at, DK? It's not where I'm at. It's I'm looking out here on Fifth Avenue in downtown Pittsburgh, and I see. Tomlin and Omar Khan across the street trying to sell the 32 pick to random passers-by. That's how eager they are to move that thing. But that's interesting, though, because uh, why is there a need to get rid of it, though, DK? For more early capital? Uh, No. I I think more than anything else, they want someone to overpay for a quarterback. And that is why they were so specific – in, in the way they described that whole scene the other day where they said very clearly, and Tomlin used this term, we're looking for quarterback shoppers. So here's what that means. <laughs> if you have one of those four or five QBs who doesn't get taken in the first round, yeah, or even a friend, there's one guy, I can't remember his name, Hendon or something like that. Hendon Hooker? Yeah. I know him. Who's seen as, yeah, I know you do. Who's seen as, <laughs> 
who is seen as like kind of a right there on the bubble guy. If you're a team that's drafting in the second round and you still need a quarterback or would really, really like one, call 1-800. Call Mike. Call Omar. Okay. 1-800-CALL-MIKE. With one L, that way it fits into the the numeric system on the phone. Yeah, yeah, and I, I that's why I'm. They've set the stage for thirty two to be gone. So we'll see wow. though. We'll see though. We could be wrong. Yeah, yeah. I, I I'm. This is gonna be very interesting, man. Oh. Hendon Hooker is that quarterback though that he's gonna have to sit for a little bit and be groomed for a little bit. You're hundred percent correct on that one. I can see that scenario. What did I call him? Hendo. 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 Yeah, you did. Hendo. That's what we call him. The young Hendo. Come on, I get some credit for that, right? You do. You know what was said about him though? Huh? Hendon hooker. Yeah. Uh, somebody projected him to go to Kansas city. And I was like, why? It's like, because the only thing that could rock Kansas city's uh, trajectory is if Patrick Mahomes not in the lineup. Yes. Having a quality backup guy that you trust, that you trust to have the offensive wizard, that right there is some stuff that they would do. Makes a very, very, very big difference here. Paul says, was that a real sale or was that also a way of saying, come on, man. <laughs> Don't make Paul's us go all here. Kyle on your yeah. on your hind quarters here. Oh, Brian Kyle <laughs> Hendon Hooker, Virginia Tech turncoat, man. You know what? Everybody's a turncoat. Everybody. I mean, golly, we got Colorado out here with 51 kids in the transfer portal. They're, sl- they're, they're taking a permanent residence in the yeah. transfer portal. It's like it's like a hotel now. Well, no, more yeah. like a, a motel. Oh, my gosh. Yes, this is wild style. Kenny says if, if the Steelers deal pick 32, they had better get the other team's second, third, and fourth. Yikes. And their second rounder in next year's draft. Uh you know, Moan, you brought this up yesterday. They don't do a whole lot of trading for futures. No, not here. I can see them getting up because it's it's about getting them in and getting them now. And the fact that I know you have good spots right now makes it advantageous for me to take advantage of you. Uh, I, I can see this being a no, we need it tonight type of trade for that 30 32nd t- pick. Why not, DK? I mean, uh, Pittsburgh, again, operating a whole lot different than we have seen Kevin Colbert do as of late. Mm-hmm. Interrupt the usual proceedings for a good question from Ryan Maxwell. He says, hey, DK, how do you become a member on mobile? She is answered. My wife is answering you right now, and we will post her answer (laughs) when we get it. It's it's not super obvious. It's not super easy. Whereas if you go to your desktop or laptop, it's like like this. Uh, And as you can see, we've gotten quite a few uh, members here of this show already here. what he says, you have to win now. It's been a long time it since is. the Steelers have won a playoff game. And and you know what? The people in the building will tell you, you know, we don't we're not looking at the past. We're not that thinking about trends or whatever else here. It's right. weighing it's weighing on everyone in there. It is, man. It, it really is. Uh, I saw somebody earlier say this. This this draft is the biggest night of our lives. <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, I didn't realize all of us was getting drafted, first and foremost. But the other part of this is, man. This is a good reset draft. It just is. I've said this before. No, nobody jumps off. Like even Christian Gonzalez doesn't just jump, jump off for me, man. Uh, it's other guys, Devin Witherspoon. I love him, but he's a small dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a bunch of questions behind a bunch of these guys when it comes down to how you look at them. But the way you can build the core style of your team 
with this draft, meaning if you need linemen, they're there. If there are some solid cornerbacks in this draft, they're there. The tight end group, which I don't think we need much of in Pittsburgh, is there. Okay? The running backs in round two beyond is there. Like, it's a bunch of that. So if Pittsburgh want to get rid of that 32nd pick to be able to go get a guy in the second and the third and the fourth round that's going to last you 10-plus years, Go do that in this draft. That's what this draft is built upon. Last year, I felt like it had a bunch of gl- like stars and glitz and glamour. There's no Sauce Gardner in this group. There's nope. no Joe Burrow in this group. Nope. Right? Nope. Like, you got some real strong, good, solid guys in this draft. It's deep. You're going to hear that a thousand times over the next three days. And not just because they want to keep you tuned in on Saturday. It's because right. it's real. Uh, Eric Calvillo says, hey, Moan. Could you see the Steelers trading a player on the roster for more draft picks? And if yes, who? I'm gonna, I'm gonna. You got this one first. Jump, jump in on this one first of all. I have a feeling Eric is trying to sideways a question about Deontay Johnson. Yeah. Can we trade Deontay? Can we trade Deontay? If not, I apologize. Uh, no, I do not see the Steelers approaching this draft in any capacity from a future standpoint. Yeah. I really don't. Okay. Oh. Here's, here's what I do see though. This is what I want to get your thoughts on, Mo. Okay. What if the Steelers were the team that was trading a draft pick for an established player who maybe was just told by the Washington Commanders that he's not having his fifth-year option? I told you I was going to do this to you. That was going to not have his fifth-year option picked up and whom the local head coach loves. Loves. I am speaking, of course, about Chase Young. Of course about Chase Young. I wrote that in the uh, YouTube chat just for the heck of it. Okay, Chase Young. DK. One, injuries did this to him, right? Yes. I'm okay with with letting him get healthy. I would give up 32nd for a guy like him because I know the talent is there. Is he frustrated with it? Yeah. That's a... It is a hard sell to really trade or draft an injured guy for a 30-second pick, maybe a two. Okay, but if you know you're not going to go ahead and give him up, you know, or you're not going to re-sign him in his fifth-year option, i try to get some capital right now. Golly, you just blew my mind with that, DK. Chase Young being on the block. Chase Young being on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, Okay. Now, for anybody who does say, well, what about this? What about that? I will remind you that it was only a year ago around this time that we thought Larry Ogunjobi had signed a massive deal with the Bears. What ended up happening? Larry doesn't pass the physical. The Steelers do their own physical. They determine a way that they can use uh, and manage, I should say is a better word, uh, Larry's injury, make sure that they – you know, spare him uh, excessive practice and so Ooh. forth and just say, Larry, we, we, we're we fine with all of this. We just need you to sell out 17 days a year. Dang. Larry does that. It's a pretty nice situation. Now, do you want two of those guys on your defensive line? Wow. I know, right? Wow. That's one way to get after Joe Burrow, Deshaun Watson, and Lamar Jackson. 
<laughs> that's one way of doing it. Now I saw Chase someone ask Cam and, and and don't get Jovi. Going oh my gosh! <laughs> Some somebody somebody asked, can he fit under the cap? The fact that you didn't pick up a spare field option, Pittsburgh doesn't have to. Which means if you trade for him, you get to release yeah. him anyway or resign yeah. him for cheap, right? Yep. If yep. he has a great year, you can franchise him right after that. But his cap number for the, his base salary this year is five point three two million. Yeah, you can create whatever you want on his. Oh, his you have dead cap. He, 10.90 you're not gonna cut them like and i think uh washington owns that right yep so it, it, and then it says his cash average value into his free agent year in 2024 is about 8.6 million dollars now again that would be a wild place to be at to have a guy like him I, the 32nd pick that's a little bit more valuable for a guy that has question marks to me but if i can give him my um 49th and 80th or my 49th and 120th pick, I can dance with that, DK, well, if we're talking about trading yeah, for Chase Young. There, there's also – I'm not sitting here playing capologist or whatever Ooh. here. We're just winging it with this conversation. But there's also the possibility that, look, if you wait, it can be kind of like Bud's situation. You wait, he's on the open market. You don't have to give up anything. Basically, what you'd be acquiring in a trade is the rights to speak to him, you know – Face to face, yeah, you know, in, instead of having to compete with other teams and, and whatever else, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I get what you're saying. So, uh, I, I, we got one from uh, wrongism. He says, Hey, Moan, would it be possible that Aaron Donald might want to get traded and come back home? Since nah. the Rams are literally breaking down to, I have not heard one syllable about AD. If, I, if, I really would hope that. Honestly, for his own sake, I mean, he's had a pretty nice single team yeah, he has. career. I hate to say that. Okay. Yeah. I'd kind of take him. Okay. He, he, I'd take him too, but I think he goes down as an LA Ram for life. It's the way I look at this he's, one. Yeah. He, yeah. I mean, he started with St. Louis Rams. He ends up with LA Rams. He's a Ram. Yeah. He's a and, Ram now. And, and there is pride. Isn't there, Moan? Yeah, there is. With That's that? one thing my team, my one, like my good friends tell me, Moan, you don't understand how cool it is for you to be only known as a Pittsburgh Steeler. Oh, yeah. One of my guys was like, I have no home. It was like, yeah, I got great amount of years in this league, but I have no home. I was like, that's fair. That's fair. I mean, that's one of the things. Like, what, what were your thoughts when you saw the imagery of uh, Aaron Rodgers walking into that complex in New Jersey? Weird. You know? The whole weird. thing was weird. Like, what are you doing there, man? No, I mean, there, here's another one. Adrian Peterson. Him going to different teams like that, he's not supposed to be in any well, other Well, AP uniform. bounced all over the all I over know. creation by the end. But just Aaron Rodgers <laughs> was with one franchise. What was it, 18 years? But it just didn't look right. Oh, which did you see him in a uniform? Right. And then they did those fake optics of him throwing the football around on the field and stuff. Like, get that out of here. I hope we smack him if we play them. I say, <laughs> I, I, I say this uh, lovingly because I know that people are still uh, you know, feeling the effects of losing Franco Harris. But if you remember the – the, the remark that Terry Bradshaw made about when Franco went to play for Seattle in his yeah. final year and no. Okay. Yeah. And Terry Bradshaw said, said that basically he, what, what's he doing with that stupid bird on his helmet? <laughs> okay. Now, I mean, that, that was one of the more powerful scenes, just seeing, yeah. seeing Franco Harris in another uniform. It didn't last long mercifully. So the imagery isn't that strong on that front. But yeah. man, man, I got one for you, man. It's from B. Phil. I see his says, so glad Ben retired as a stiller. Now, y'all trying oh, to pull yeah. Aaron Donald from the Rams. Imagine if Ben had gone to the 49ers when he said they called. You buy that? 
I'd buy it. I'd I buy that it. they called. I buy that they. Oh called. yeah, I buy that they called. Okay. Uh, uh, but but that wouldn't it would look it wouldn't even make sense to me, at all. Well, wouldn't it make sense because of Ben's loyalty to the brands or whatever, or would it just be because Ben would have needed some significant time to uh, get no. NFL ready? Ben and the brand of being okay. a Pittsburgh Steeler. We've seen how much it means. It it means a lot, man. I, I, that's See, weird. Here's what I think about Ben, like, because all of that would have had to have occurred after that amazing scene over what was then Heinz Field. Yeah. Okay. And the the pictures uh, of him and his family sitting on the steps inside the locker room of the the half lap around the stadium. Yeah. Um, and then you just go randomly play for the 49ers for a few games. Yeah. I, no. I see. I see. I remember Dwayne said this. I would have been so pissed. Yes, you would have. Oh, because you put out too, Dwayne. Everybody did. Yeah, yeah. Every man ain't no way. So I'd say leave AD alone. <laughs> and if he want to do a one year tour and they release him, I'll take that. But to trade for him to have him be your hometown hero, AD got a good thing going on right now. Yeah, Toddy says Aaron Rodgers is going to love the New York City media. Actually, Toddy, he will. The mythology that the New York City media is some sort of tough reporters or whatever, they're pussycats in every way. <laughs> You've got to trust me on that. Really? They're the, they're the biggest homers in all of North American sports media. You know, oh, okay. man. It's just, but it's a myth. It's a it's... complete myth. But Toddy has, uh, has uh, fallen yeah that myth yeah uh, i have to let's, uh, let's let's see what else we got here. we're going to take a couple more here before we let everybody resume being completely nervous here yeah. uh brian says uh hey moan do you think rogers will play for the vikings next i mean i could see a scenario of him running behind brett Favre, 100 percent. the new york pussycats yeah that was good dk i, I, I like love that one. this one dilly says hey moan would you now say that there's going to be an ungodly amount of pressure on Kenny Pickett now with having to face teams that have Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, and Deshaun Watson. I didn't even thought, I mean, that's, that is four quarterbacks yes. in the AFC North. And you know what? I guarantee you, if you just did a general survey of the football world, who would come in fourth? Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett would. Hands down. I'm trying to even. Hands down. I'm trying to even have my homerism of being a stiller in nope. that conversation. No. Can't do it. I, and I would say it like this: he Joe should, Burrow, he should be. I'm, he should, I'm not he, knocking it. He's, I'm not knocking it. Well, he should be because these these other guys have have proven it. And he they got still more has years. to do that. Yep. Yeah, a hundred percent. This is this is my thing with it, man. Uh, it goes: Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, one A, one B. That's the way I look at it. And and then you have Deshaun, and then you have uh, then you have Kenny Pickett. Uh, the pressure? No, I, I got a feeling he thrives in those type of situations. Uh, and, and and this is my thing, though, too, y'all. We as Steeler fans, if you believe Kenny's your guy, don't buy into it just because Kenny has a bad game or something like that. Like, he's got to grow up still. Lamar Jackson is still growing up. Joe Burrow has kind of leaped the frog the line a little bit. And this is my thing. What all did uh, Deshaun do last year that excited you about them? There is still a fight to be made for that position of the three seed and him working his way up. But this is why I think Pittsburgh has been – uh, why, why Pittsburgh has been aggressive enough in all, in the offseason offensively to go get guys to help him push his status up and be one of those dudes, man, that has that type of confidence to go out there. 
I'm going to table my views on Deshaun until he has more of a chance to massage the offense until he has a chance to, <laughs> Oh, come on. I could, I could start with the, the Rex Ryan putting, feet jokes. I'm putting I the remoji mold. I'm putting the remojis up on that one, man. That was a good one. <laughs> that was a good one. DK. I, yeah, oh, you passed no. the test on that one. Yeah, but I will, I awesome. will say that, that one of the many traits that the Steelers <laughs> loved about Kenny before he got to Pittsburgh. Uh, well, that side of the building in Pittsburgh <laughs> was that, uh, when he faced a bigger profile college quarterback when he was yeah. at Pitt, man, he wasn't taking a backseat to any no. of them. Okay. Well, who else did that in his division? Ben did that. Oh, yeah, Ben. I mean, as as, as far as yeah. like college, like he oh, went college, to- yeah, yeah, college. I mean, Ben ended up owning the AFC North for the better part of two decades. Okay, come on, man. <laughs> he didn't just beat the other division's quarterbacks; he forced them into submission and to thirty-one different quarterbacks before they had to overpay for one in Cleveland. If you guys have not gotten the new Remoji or any of the new Ramon Foster Show emojis, they are available if you hit join on your desktop or laptop, and if you're really crafty, you can find it on the app. Uh, it's, a, it's a little bit of work, a little bit of digging, but mm-hmm. you'll, you'll get it there. Uh, you'll also get special perks associated with this show, beginning currently with half off a full-year subscription to DK Pittsburgh Sports. Moan, you, you like, do you get like antsy? nervous or are you one of those that gets like grind it down determined nervous because there's two different kinds i think pre any kind of sporting event i get uh antsy nervous yeah you're an antsy guy yeah i'm an antsy nervous because my preparation for stuff uh i know what i'm about to do mm-hmm. and i always understand some some bad is gonna happen but as long as i know what i'm supposed to do and how i'm gonna go about accomplishing that even on a win or a loss then I'm calm. I'm I'm like anxious, nervous more than anything. You can at least enter through that tunnel knowing that you've done everything that you yeah. could to be prepared for that situation. Oh yeah. Uh, not that you take comfort in that. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> You're right. But, but you do take the field knowing, hey, I'm ready for that opponent on this day on this field. You know, and that's what I hope we. And I'll just say offensively. Whatever happens after this draft tonight, like I hope we get to that point because I saw somebody say, what would happen if we averaged 23.6 points a game as a team? We playing hot ball at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if we go defense in this draft, y'all. Uh, at me all day tonight. Uh, tomorrow we're going live again to discuss the draft. I can't wait for that, DK. Saturday we, we, we have plans for that. Right, DK? We have a, we have plans for a special Saturday show at, also at 4 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Central. Yeah. That'll, that'll afford us the opportunity to go over the Steelers' entire class. Yeah. Uh, which, which will be a lot of fun in and of itself. What did they come away with? What, do we, what did they not get? What do we like? What do we not like? What do we pick up? Little messages and signals yeah. from whatever it is that Tomlin and Khan. And by the way, for those of you who don't know this, the assistant coaches and the coordinators all end up being available through this, meaning to us, yeah. reporters. I'm, I'm heading over there in about an hour, and they are a lot more revealing than yeah. the guys at the top. Okay, like they will say stuff, like especially if you know some of uh, 
some of Tomlin's assistants over the years, they weren't the kind that he could go censor. <laughs> no, no. Okay. I, and yeah, and I'm, this I'm, too. I'm thinking of like the, the, the late Daryl Drake was, was one of them. He, he would just, he'd come in oh, and just tell, Drake. but he would just come in. We were just like, we'd see him walk in the room and it was like, like a rock star because we just knew we yeah. were getting the real stuff. Yeah. 100%. You know? Uh, and DK, this is me too, because I'd always look at this stuff. We look at our draft, but guess what I'm doing? I'm snooping around to see what Cincy got, what Baltimore got, and what Cleveland got. That's a telltale sign too of what the season is going to look like. So I, I w- maybe we can discuss some of what they got on the surface level. I don't want to dive into the other teams like that, but it's significant to see what they actually do as the team in the AFC North. Here we go, as they say, right? Ooh, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm going to be tired. You know what's funny? But- the next time we do this show, the franchise could be like transformed. You know? The hey, next I- time we do the show. It could be. And 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 who's buying jerseys? <laughs> that that may be our first <laughs> yeah. question we asked. How soon do you buy the first round of jerseys, man? No, I'm not buying Chase Young's jersey, baby. <laughs> you did tease that. I did it again. Chase Young for, uh, for a second round pick? Nah, mm-hmm. second rounder. You don't need to do that. I, I would talk. About, I would talk about forty nine. though. I would talk about forty nine. I would do that. I'll take it. That's what I'm saying. All right. Oh, that's what I meant. Well, yeah, yeah. Let's do. Oh, people. yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah, I thought you were talking about the thirty two. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, no, that no. is second. Appreciate. Round. Yeah. Thanks all the new members, man. I see we just just had one roll in. Y'all are tremendous for doing this. Kirby Keller, mm-hmm. I see you new member, man. Everybody else that subscribed to us, like, share, tell a friend to tell a friend. They will also tell a friend, hit that like button, review, watch, enjoy. Let us know if we lacking too. I'm okay with criticism, DK, if you are. Oh, uh, yeah, I kind of live with it night yeah. and day in this particular nope. role. So, yeah, let's do it again tomorrow. No doubt about it. I'll be here, DK. Happy Thursday draft night. Bye. Bye. Oh, the gold. Just just because. Keep the gold. uh, This is just like a stock one, but I was like, you know what? If we can live in fantasy land all offseason for the draft, I might as well bring in a fantasy helmet. So good. You so like that? Good. You like that? Look how confused everyone is, though, about which one of us <laughs> is actually Ramon. Nice. Whoa. Oh. What is this? You need to wear that in public often, DK. This will not happen ever. <laughs> <laughs> Happy draft night, good people. All right, guys. Bye.